Coming to you live. We're live. From the basement of an abandoned training facility. Where we talk about fighting, training, and events. It's the Fight Mixer Show on the Three Beards Podcast. Where you can hear about all the local and world combat sports happenings. Get ready. It's time to gear up and square up because we're going live. Live. And now. Broadcasting live. We will broadcast live. With Craig, Chris, Austin, and Matt on the Fight Mixer Show. Welcome to the Fight Mixer Show on the Three Beards Podcast. My name is Craig, along with me, Chris Austin. And we would like to welcome Jim, the Beast, Allers to the what's show. Up, what's up? How are you, sir? I'm good. First of all, that's the best opening um, little <laughs> beginning I've seen on a podcast yet. That was pretty good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Matt, Matt, our producer, he put a lot of work into that, and we gave her a little you know, things like, okay, add this, add that, do this. And by the time he brought that last one, we're like, that's it. That's the one. Yep. That's, yep. Let's do that. Cool. Well, appreciate that. that was, that's very, yeah. very high praise. So thank you again for coming on the show. Hope everything's going well with you in this quarantine lockdown. Don't hang around with people, even though we hang around with people. <laughs> Man, it's it's – it's definitely been interesting, that's for sure. Um, just got to find things to do, you know? Yeah. Hey, the, governor, the, you, you governor gave us WWE. <laughs> MMA's coming back. <laughs> if, if, if WWE's if, essential, MMA's yeah, got to be essential. If, if, if WWE's allowed, man, I'd better be able to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, that's just it. I mean, if two wrestlers are going to be able to fake go around and touch each, you know, touch each other, I mean, <laughs> we got to be able to let two fighters get in there and rock. So that that'll be good. I'm I'm hoping. So we'll no, see, man. Now, I just I was telling all the guys we we're watching some of the things. I might I was one of the first things I wanted to at, ask you about. I mean, you kind of you know obviously MMA, UFC. Uh, you go through your career, and you lately you've been doing a lot of bare knuckle boxing. Which I'm going to tell you, um, you live up to your name, the Beast, because I mean, it, right out of the God. gate, I mean, <laughs> right out the gate, you give me business. <laughs> you don't even let the guy take a breath, and all of a sudden your hand is here, and you're just pop, pop right in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, the way I looked at it is that. I, I look at these like, man, these were old school street fights. And it, and and for me, I remember growing up, if I let the other guy take a hit first or something, I'm already losing this fight. So I want to surprise them. You know, I want to give them something that they can't train for, a pace that no nobody else has. So I just want to be in their face no matter what they – what are they doing? What are they training for? It, it's, not, it's something that just – when you get hit, you're like, oh, snap. I, I didn't get ready for this. I I mean, well, looking at looking over your a lot of your stuff, I didn't I didn't know what was more impressive, your MMA or your bare knuckles, because um, Garcia he looked real confident after that first blow you gave him. He was like, I don't know about this one. What did I get myself into? He he kind of just like he. What did I get myself into? 
He wasn't ready. He wasn't oh, ready at no. all. Yeah, he wasn't. You did. You did. <laughs> that, yeah. That was a cool fight, you know, because coming up, I watched, I mean, I watched so many of Garcia's fights um, in WEC and then UFC. And it was actually really cool to be the first person to ever finish Garcia um, oh, uh, through punches. So, did you did you, were you did you think you were gonna get him, or did you know you were gonna get him as soon as you got in the ring? Are you kind of like ah, he might give me a little run for my money? Man, every fight I'm going in there thinking, man, I could get beat up this fight, you know. So, um, I definitely thought, I mean, I mean, this guy has probably double the amount of fights I have. Uh, so I thought it was going to be a lot tougher than it was. Thank God for me, it was a it was a quick fight. I was in there and out pretty fast. Well, that, now the kind of you know the in and out, and, and I was telling Chris, um, I think Austin was in on that conversation too, and I was like, I go honestly, you remind me a lot of how Conor McGregor tackles a fight. He goes in just full intensity, and then if it goes past the second round, things really start slowing down. And you were in that bare knuckle bout, and I, I want to say it was Caleb Harris. That's that one that went the full the full distance. I mean, that yeah, was just, yeah, that was an all out. And I mean, you could tell you both were just you were gassed, but he you hurt him so bad in those first two rounds that he was just you know you you had the ability to breathe as he was trying to recover from your blows. Yeah, that's definitely one of my goals too. That. Um, if we, if I do get tired, I'm hoping that I've tired you out enough that I just have a little bit more left in the tank than you have um, to to keep going and to get that win. You know. Now, do you train anywhere near the Orlando area? Um, I lived in Orlando for ten years. You know, I'm a UCF alumni. Um, I see the UCF in the background, so hell yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I trained over there with, with everybody. Back when I was in Orlando, there was only – at the time, I believe there was like one gym. It was just Gracie Baja. And I remember um, as a white belt, as a brand-new guy, just – what's up, Debbie? Love you. I was um, – I was – just remember watching some guys like Seth Petrozelli and Paul Rodriguez. It's like some of the uh, pioneers of MMA, uh, Ben Saunders up in Orlando – um, training and then from there, those schools just kind of branched out, and they've got American Top Team, the Jungle, and Combat Club, and all, all, all so many gyms now up there. But um, I lived there for ten years. I just moved back down here four years ago to South Florida. Where you at in well, South Florida, Lauderdale, uh, Riviera? Where you at in South Florida? Um, I'm in Pembroke Pines. That's I have my own gym in Pembroke Pines. Um, oh, okay. If you guys know the area, it's about 30 minutes from Fort Lauderdale. What days are you using in the gym? Because I'm always down that way. Um, actually, I'm always pretty much down that way well, at least once a month. Allard Martial Arts. Allard Martial Arts, my own gym. Um, we're all, I'm all the way out west, like by the Everglades. Okay. Damn. All right. Before so we go back to – Oh, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh, no, no, before yeah, go we go back to you're like starting out in UCF and stuff like that, I was looking up your topology on here. Back in 2012, September and December, what happened with Conor McGregor? It got canceled twice. You were supposed to fight him. <laughs> yeah, so he actually, you know, we had a fight set. It was supposed to be for the Cage Warriors titles. Um, Cage Warriors kind of brought me over at first just kind of to, um, to, to beat this guy or, or to lose. I don't remember, but I ended up beating this one guy um, by TKO. 
just kind of yeah. de destroying this guy that they had set to fight for the title. And so they offered me a five fight deal over there. So my next fight was supposed to be against um, Conor McGregor um, for the t for the title, and he ends up pulling out one week one week before the fight. He oh, wow. apparently I don't know he broke his orbital. Um, Artem broke his orbital, they say. And uh, so if he never says if he says he didn't pull out, that's a lie. That's one time for sure he pulled out. Um, yeah. And and wow. I ended up taking the fight anyways. They asked me if I still wanted to fight. Um, so I fought anyways. I fought some black belt from a Brazilian black belt and yeah, ended up so submitting him. Um, Caesar. Yeah, yeah. So and then, um, in December, you, you think, try to fight him again. <laughs> yeah, so we were supposed to fight again. And um, I got hurt, I believe. But it was like... You know, I didn't give him one week. You know, I, I was out. The, the fight got matched, and I got hurt like six or seven weeks out. You know, it wasn't too big of a crazy deal. But then he got he went to the UFC right after that. Damn. Now, the reason I was um, kind of before Austin brought that question, um, wanted to bring it to your gym, like how close it was, is because there's a certain member on the program that has a feeling <laughs> that he could take you in a bout. And I told him I'm not willing to let him die. <laughs> So I, I, I would it would have to be at a sparring setting where we at least give him gear. Full pads, you know, some gear. Because it might be the Florida State Tomahawk oh, that was right above you. So just <laughs> just just saying uh, that he might have been the one prior to you going going on telling both of us that oh I can take him. I'm like you're gonna die. I, I do. I believe. I believe. I believe in any challenge. I'm. You know. I grew up in the hood. I've never really been knocked out. You know. what I mean. And professional skills. I know you got it. But I would love to put on some pads and run with. If I lay down, I lay down. I go to sleep. Just wake me up. Say, hey, wake up, buddy. I knocked, I knocked you out. You know. No hard feelings. I mean, hey. But I would love to come to your gym. Uh, you know. Come always in um, Polk, Bell Glade, West Palm. So. We'll film that live on Fight Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. All you got to do is just come, come sign the waiver and you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, that uppercut with Lane, he wasn't ready at all either. Like, every, all, none of your opponents are ready, but it seemed like at the end he was talking trash. Like, was he, before you hugged him, was he like, nah, I wasn't, I, I was good. I was good. But the ref stopped the fight because he really turned his back. And you could have hit him. But you kind of yeah, didn't so, hit him. Yeah, he, he – I mean, he was talking crap from – yeah, we lost you, I think, for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah you're good. Yep. All right, cool. So he was talking crap from the beginning. You know, I guess that's just his little um, little um, play thing that he plays around with that he just kind of pretends to be this tough guy or whatever it is. Um and so I kind of, I, I love just like letting people talk crap, you know, and just, um, I like to talk, talk with facts. So, you know, I just called him out on, you know, when was the last time, you know, he won and his record, you know, it's just little things like that. And I'm just like, man, I'm just out of your league, you know, and uh, just kind of shows it there. But he was, um, he wanted to keep going. I mean, I don't blame him. Who doesn't want to keep going? Um, he got up, but he definitely wasn't there. You saw the way he got up all wobbly, and yeah, yeah. Um, I was—I was honestly just surprised the referee let it keep going. Yeah. That, that was in—that was in Florida too, wasn't it? 
<laughs> that was in Florida, wasn't it? Yeah, you know how Florida is, man. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking but, of that, man, you know. Um, WWE is allowed in Florida, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I see that. I was doing some research real quick, and I, I kind of I find it funny. It may be stupid, but you're an MMA fighter, and you chose to get a degree in elementary um, elementary school. You know, teacher. Why? <laughs> Why? What? What is that? So, <laughs> so it all happened like at the same time. You know, my my uh, original dream wasn't like to be a a a prize fighter. Um, you know, I originally I I went I worked with kids like my whole life, man. I worked at after school programs and uh, summer camps and stuff like that. And at first I wanted to be a firefighter. I went to school for um, EMT and everything. And everybody I worked with on my clinicals would just die. Everybody died. Everybody died. Oh. And I was like, yo, man, this is not for me. <laughs> so then you, uh, so then you went into a profession where you could kill yeah, them with your I, hands. <laughs> You went into the no, no, so sure at the same time I was I was doing <laughs> I was doing a uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, I kind of just wanted to see like if jiu-jitsu will work in a real fight you know I, I want to see can this work and so um, a coach kind of introduced me to the MMA part of it and I ended up just taking a pro fight right off the bat and so I was kind of doing um, pro fights for fun just because. Hey, if you take this fight, I'll give you five hundred dollars. I was like, okay, you know, and and I went and won one. You know, back then five hundred dollars was you know when you're in college. I was like, oh sweet, five hundred bucks. And um, so, you know, I was just kind of taking the fights as they came. There, there still was no dream of making it to like the UFC or anything big. But while I was going to school, and I noticed I kept winning, and I was winning pretty easily. And, um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to school, get this degree and, um, we'll see what happens. If, if, and so after I graduated, I was about seven and one at the time. And I was like, man, I feel yeah. like I have what it takes to make it to the UFC. I can always go back and be a teacher. And so I just okay. continued on that path. And luckily it worked out. There you go. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Now, what made you choose, um, choose, UCF as your college. Um, my wife was going there, and <laughs> I was just like, a, I, "I might as well just give it a try." And uh, and I'm I'm glad, man. It was it was awesome. It was a good experience. Um, and, and especially for education, they have a great education program there. So um, I use my teaching degree every day, every single day when I teach jujitsu, when I teach MMA. Um, I tell people it's it's something that you have to to learn and have a passion for, so I'm glad I, I did go to school for that. Did you kind of lose interest in MMA um, that sent you over to uh, bare knuckles, or you were just like oh, I'm tired of MMA? Or, yeah, how that you know? transition go from MMA to bare knuckle? Yeah, so um, I fought in Russia. If you saw my, I think my last MMA fight it was a loss, and. Just, just that during that whole fight camp and training camp, you know, I had, I had two knee surgeries back to back, um, both my legs, um, and you know, I was just like, not in the right place mentally. Uh, MMA became so stressful, in the fact that your my my record meant so much. If you know, if 
if I want to make it back to the USC, I need to get on a win streak and um, money and, and everything became such a huge factor. And um, it just stopped becoming fun for me. And it became work, you know, and I was like, wait, when did this happen? When did this stop becoming fun? Because that's why I started doing it. That's why I was doing it. It was fun. I was it excited me. Um, but when I when I didn't want to be at the gym anymore, really, I was like, man, I don't, I don't really want to do this anymore. And, and especially losing by a submission um, in the Russia fight. Uh, it was just like, man, I've never even been put in a submission before. Something's something's off. And I flirted with some attempts at coming back a couple of times. It never happened. And then Bare Knuckle just reached out to me, man, randomly. Um, they offered me um, a, a price at first that I was like, hell nah. Definitely not worth it to get in there and just fight with no gloves. Um, and then David Feldman, the, the president and CEO, he called me back himself. And he was just like, man, I apologize. That is disrespectful, that offer. Gave me a new <laughs> offer. Um, I, I thought about it, and I was like, man, I have nothing to lose. Who, I don't care about this bare-knuckle record at the time. You know, I was like, if I lose, I lose. And it was a paid set pay no matter what. I was like, I make the same amount. Awesome. I had just started my gym. I was like, I could use this money um, to get the gym up and going. Why not? I expected to go in there and get fucked up, man, like <laughs> bloodied, scarred, everything. So I prepared myself for that, um, but ended up winning in like 45 seconds by by oh, yeah. that my key my key move, the uppercut, and um, I just never looked back, man. I kind of just found a little new fire for fighting. I don't think Elvin was ready for that. I mean, when you came out of that, you came out of that bell. I mean. It wasn't even like a, all right, let's set up and let's get in the thing. I mean, you went, bam, and you were on him. He was up against the thing. And like I said, you were just this instant, just rocking. Just, and it, it just, just, it's like he couldn't, he couldn't get time to catch his breath. And you were had him. I, but I noticed, I noticed. Man, I, I surprised myself. But I noticed you, I noticed you've been awesome. fighting for so long. You have good discipline. You watch your opponent at all times. Like you. When he, you know, he's hurt, and you go ahead and put him down. You don't get that extra blow. And there's a lot of fighters that can't control that last blow. I noticed when he turned his back, you could have, you could have just leveled him, but you <laughs> held back because you knew he was done. You were like, he's done. So yeah, I think I think that's what um, you know, especially against my fight with Caleb Harris, tough kid, young kid, um, has has a lot going for him. I see a big career um in combat sports for him. But I just think my fight IQ and just my my overall ring and cage experience it's what is what won me that fight, um, and I think that that's what won me, won me a lot of fights in my career. You don't you don't you don't get called a veteran for no reason. I mean, you know, you can tell when he's gassed. You can tell when you've heard him. I mean, that's what veterans do. Veterans study the sport, and you you do a pretty good job at studying the sport. Um, Debbie asked, do you plan on fighting anymore? Or, you know, and is anybody you want to call out tonight? Anybody you call out, we'll make sure they get it. Man, I, I'm itching to get back in there, man. Um, it was my last fight was in my hometown. Uh, you know, I had a, that place packed with uh, bare knuckle beast shirts all over the place. I believe. Um, you know, and just like uh, Jeremy Davis just says, man, I, I believe right now I'm the biggest star right now in bare knuckle. 
Um, you know, they bring in guys here and there. Um, and it's like, uh, you know, Bigfoot or Tiago, they come for, for one fight and they're done. I'm in there, you know, I'm, I, I'm the guy that people now are, are waiting to watch, you know, they, they're like, man, I can't wait for, uh, the bare knuckle beast to get in there. So, um, I, I want that title, man. I can't believe that I'm in a tournament right now for a title. I believe I should have just been handed that title after the <laughs> dominating performances I put on, but, um, I'll go in there and, and knock out whoever they put in front of me if I have to, um, to get that belt. So, so is that scheduled for after? So is that scheduled for after Corona, or y'all are y'all putting that on the mat schedule now? Man, when is Corona going to be over? Nobody knows. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, uh, but um, I think. Yeah. I, wait, what was that? I said hopefully soon. Hopefully, really. Soon. Oh yeah, hopefully. We, we all but um, soon. that. That's the goal. I know I have two more. I, I guess I have two more rounds in the tournament, but there's a lot of talk um, of a rematch between me and Jason Knight. Um, there you go. You know, so maybe I might take a one-off from the tournament, get this match out with Jason Knight out of the way, um, give the fans a fight that they want to see, and um, then get, get back into the tournament. We'll see. Jeremy said keep crushing it, bro. So uh, appreciate it. I watched a little bit of uh, Baron Alpha fighting. It, it seems like it's pretty simple. You just hit each other. There's no grappling. <laughs> you can't do anything. It's just that's, that's really it, right? I mean, you're just hitting. You're not grappling. It's not MMA. So what is it? Yeah. So, man, I probably as was as educated as you are right now in it. When they first reached out to me, I never watched the fight. I didn't know anything about it. Um, I, I kind of knew a little bit that Jason Knight fought in it because – you know, I follow him. We fought before, and but I had never even seen the fight. So I go and I watch it, and I'm like, "Oh shit, these guys beat the crap out of each other." <laughs> um, you know, but then I watch other fights, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, these aren't as bad." I'm like, "That Jason Knight fight was just an Arnhem, which is a very crazy fight." Um, so um, basically, it's it's just like boxing, but you can clinch. So as long as you're throwing from the clinch still then they don't stop the fight. So that's why I get that half plum and I'm throwing those uppercuts to those, to the, um, um, to the, to the, to the, um, hooks. And, um, I think because of my grappling, it kind of plays effect because I kind of can know how to control and move my opponent, having them feel my weight on them and get them tired faster. Yeah. That's how, that's got to wear you down. You got yeah. your weight. You just pull him on him and he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like to use, I mean, Andy Couture was someone that I kind of looked up to, and he had an awesome dirty boxing. Um, so I kind of try to um, do the same thing as him. I've just remembered every time he, every time he says this stuff, I've just remembered him saying he can take you, and I'm just like. <laughs> I just sat back and laughed. Yeah, both me, both me and Austin instantly were just like, no. I wasn't even like we had to switch lobbies and I, I wasn't in yet. I'm messaging Chris on Facebook. Chris, you're fucking stupid. No, you're like, you're not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, just as we're talking, but, like, dude, are you not listening to this? He sets you up, he leaves I mean, on you, you, he's going to uppercut you. I go, that padding is going to keep you from having a major concussion to just. But like, he might end up, he might end up being a counselor for me, Greg. He might be like, look, you can make a pro debut. 
you took all my hits and you know you kind of worked with me a little bit so you can make a pro debut we're gonna get you ready you know no i'm just, I'm just you know just so, you like those scared straight things he'll have, put you on a straight path you know you gotta break you won't be like, i don't, I don't ever want to talk about combat sports anymore yeah. <laughs> this is not your future, but you have a bright future ahead of you, but this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> he can sit me down like the elementary school student. Look, so this is not this is not this is not your path. <laughs> but um You know, I've been watching um We'll have to do we'll have ultimate, to do this. I'm watching Ultimate Fighter. I love MMA more and more in the past couple of years. Um and recently, I mean for some reason Hulu only has two seasons on there, so I'm watching season eighteen with Rousey and Tate. And one of the fighters didn't make weight. How hard is it to maintain your weight? You know, with me being a heavy set guy, it's probably easy to be in heavyweight. But you're being 145. Is it a toll on your body? Man, so the majority of my career, I fought at 145. And when I first started fighting, I was 21 years old. And I was only weighing like 155, maybe. So I was only, I, I didn't have to go to the sauna. I would like jump rope in the garage and I'll make weight. Easy. Every single fight, though, my body was like, nope, I'm not letting you lose this weight. Nope, I'm not letting you cut weight again. So I gained weight, one or two pounds, whatever, every fight. By the time my last, my, my, one of my, my, my last fights, especially in the UFC, I was cutting from 185 to 145. Um, yeah, and, and I think the, the fast, I, so I think, I remember I had a fight scheduled for after my wedding. And I went on, uh, we went to the wedding. We had uh, the whole thing. We went to our honeymoon and I had six weeks to make 145. I was 187 oh, and um, wow. I made it. I've never, I've never missed weight. I made it, but, um, but now, which is crazy now, because I, I don't know, I just used to fight and then I would just blow up. I'll eat everything, eat, 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 take like a month off, you know, and, um, but now I just I stay close to my weight. I walk around like at 165, 170, and I fight at 155 now, and um, I feel better than ever. I'm undefeated at 155 in MMA and and bare knuckle. I think in MMA I was like four and zero, and bare knuckle I'm four and zero now. Uh, I think that's my weight class. I'm happy to be there, I, and I never want to cut weight like that again. Oh, don't. So you had the your producer was asked a question. You got anything coming coming down the pipeline? Like you know, besides you know, like a thing that you want to break news? You know that we got coming out. You know, you're like I'm pretty sure man, that's I, what happens. I I wish, man. Like I said, kind of everything got everything was put on halt um, after uh, this whole Corona thing. You know, um, so I have no idea. I really have no idea what's going to happen next. I just I was talking to the president of Bare Knuckle yesterday. And um, I was like, man, are, are we putting on a show? Are, are we essential business or not? And, um, <laughs> WWE is. Why not you guys, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, he told me he'll find out Friday. Um, so I was like, hey, if, if something's happening, I want in. I want to fight. What? I want something to happen. So we'll see. Where's that promotion That's based cool. out of? I couldn't really find where they based out of. Where's Bare Knuckles based out of their promotion? So I know that they're from Pennsylvania. Um, so David Feldman, he's from Pennsylvania. I know they, I mean, they've done most of their shows, I guess, in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah, I heard Biloxi. Um, but I, I don't know, like, where's, like, their headquarters, I guess you would call it. 
So, so okay. you're talking about, um, so you, you're really close with the president and the CEO of um, Bare Knuckle Fighting. You got to hook us up, man, and get a press pass for your next fight. We come down there and see you live. Craig, oh, that'd be cool, man. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> we'll be done there. We'll Yo, go at first, live. I was all like, <laughs> at first, I was like, I don't know about Biloxi, but it was actually not too bad of a place, man. Um, it's a it's a weird place, that's for sure. But it's a uh, it's the cool place. Mississippi was cool, but you I'd love to that, have you guys out. I'll try to talk to them and see what's up for sure. Yeah, that's cool. You just you just said that the other day, didn't it? So Mississippi's a weird place, Craig. Didn't you say that? Yeah, yeah. We, we wrote through it. It's just it's, it's different. It's different. I came from the Northwest, born and raised up there in Oregon, and then we moved down here to Florida. So it's just wanted the warmth, wanted to be warm. I was tired of being cold. So you're originally from down south. Yeah. Um, I was born in New York City, but I didn't live there for too long, a few years, like four years. And I, I lived in South Florida pretty much till I was 18, moved to Orlando, lived there for 10 years, and then now I'm back home. I love South Florida. The culture in South Florida is so different. We got to we got to get Craig down there. He's from Oregon. Like he said, he's he's never I don't think he's been past Central Florida. He might have been a little further, but we got I love South Florida. Love in South Florida is so real. But some places don't get caught out after dark in South Florida. But you know, it's, it's fun. South Florida's South Florida's a fun city. It's it's way different, man. Even it was kind of hard to get adjusted to it again after living in Orlando. Orlando is just I love Orlando, man. That's that's my second home. Um, it's, it's different, man. Orlando is, I don't, I, I can't explain it, man. It was just a fun place. I felt like everybody felt like people were nicer in Orlando than they are down here for sure. Um, you know, all, all of my best friends still live in Orlando. Um, so I don't know, man, I, I, if I had the chance to move back up there and then open up the business and everything with the family, you know, I would, I would jump to it probably. Mm, okay. Nice. Yeah. We, yeah, definitely. Like I said, love to get a chance to, you know, meet you face to face and actually just yeah. talk with you that way. You know, we're up, we're all here in the Orlando area. So. And then um, the producer, he had a crowd. Nice. Yeah, I saw you had uh, Mitchell Tamale on the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. He was, yeah, he was, yeah, he was, that was a really fun interview. And like I said, it would be one of those, even some time up to his gym, if we get you up this way, I mean, that might even be the easiest way to get this sparring session out of the way and show show chris just just <laughs> no <laughs> the guillotine factory yeah he'll, nah. he'll, he'll, find, he'll, find, he'll find the street way of fighting is going to go real south when that rear naked choke comes on him all of a sudden and <laughs> tap, it out, tap it out on the mat realize that those wild swings don't cut it craig i'll go to i'll go sleep before i tap <laughs> no, yeah, oh man, that's what everybody says. That's what everybody says, man. I, I, I'm a man. I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> Doesn't happen that way. <laughs> I'll take it from a pro. I'll, I'll take your advice from a pro. Yeah, he'll make that one mistake, and you'll just put him in the nice little easy arm bar, and then like, it's... I'm just gonna tell you, tap, tap, come on, tap. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you a chance. No, so your gym. What's the um? What's the name? That's of what's the crazy. Name? So it's just Allers Martial Arts. Um, so my last name, Martial Arts, um, located in Pembroke Pines, West Pembroke Pines. Um, you know, it was, it was hard because I was like, man, what do I want to name it? What do I want to do? But 
honestly, I feel like I have a style that a lot of people um, don't have. You know, my striking is is different. My jujitsu is different. Um, I have a wrestling background. Um, and I've learned from so many different people. I'm not, I wasn't one person who stood at one gym for 20 years and learned from one guy. I, I was like, I want to learn from whoever's willing to teach me. I want to learn from everybody. So, um, I jumped around from gym to gym. Um, and you know, I, I had a home gym still, you know, but I, I wanted to learn from everyone. I, if my gym told me I wasn't allowed to go to a gym because of some bullshit politics. Then I was like, this is not the gym for me, you know? Um, wow. so my, my whole thing was learn from everybody. That's what, I, that's what I tell my students. I tell my students, Hey, I want you to learn, learn from people, bring it back, teach us some cool things. Um, but just know that I'm always going to be here for you guys, you know? And so I wish you're closer. I need a, I'm trying to find a gym. I'm trying to get back into it. We were up in Oregon. We were taking, it was a combination of Taekwondo, MMA, um, you know, it was, had all different disciplines that he had mixed in and met master K and it was, we ended up green belts and I, I want that kind of gym again. I don't want the belt factory. I want the yeah. one where you actually go in and train. You don't just go uh, and your money. Orlando has so many great gyms, man. I'm close with pretty much every um, head coach over there in Orlando um, everybody is really cool and welcoming, man. So, I mean, just, just literally look up the closest gym next to you and I'm sure you'll find, uh, awesome, uh, mixed martial arts gym around there. Nice. And so, yeah, we'll definitely try to, you know, I'll might hit you up and say, Hey, what do you, you know, just quick, quick, you know, what's your opinion on this one? If you're like, then I, I said, I'll probably, I'll take that as a definite, you know, I'm going to give them a chance. Yeah. Because I need to get I need to get back in there and get rid of this. I'm starting to get a little bit. Yeah, I got. Hey, that's the, that's the toughest step, man. Everybody says they're gonna do it. The hardest step is just walking through the doors. Once yep. you walk through the doors, man, your life's gonna change. Yeah, I got two little boys, man. They're just beating the shit out of each other. I want them to be. I want them to train. Like, I'm, I'm tired of them beating my ass. I'm gonna beat each other up now. There you go. Yeah, do, you have a website, do you have a website for your gym? AllersMartialArts.com. AllersMartialArts.com. Okay. Right yeah, I want to um, want to make sure you get a plug for your stuff. Do you have any gear that you want to plug, or is that on your site as well? Um. Yeah, pretty much on my site, man. If you go, especially, I'm really active on Instagram. So um, I'm going to be doing a lot of giveaways too. Um, coming up, just. Uh, I realized I have a bunch of like UFC and bare knuckle stuff that I'm like, man, I don't even have space for this. So I'm going to start doing a bunch of giveaways. So uh, my Instagram for the gym is at Allers Martial Arts and for myself is at Fight Gym. Um, so UFC, like authentic posters, gloves, all kind of stuff I'm going to be giving away in the next uh, couple of days. Nice. I'll make sure we send awesome. people your way that too. And it is, you got your... You got your cat photo bombing you bit there in the back. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> like kicking me in the head. But, uh, That's awesome. Taking take the cheap shots, just hitting you as you're not paying attention. <laughs> I think he's licking his, licking his balls, though, I think. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I That's what I was doing, man. Damn. What I said it's just like he's just photo bombing you <laughs> back as you're just doing it. Well, Jim, I really appreciate you coming on, sir. You know, Thank you, I man. Said, that was great. 
being able to reschedule us, you know, uh, yeah, I uh, for sure, man. And we we definitely want to have you on again. I had a good time. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. After Anytime you want to pop in, just send us a message. You're always welcome to pop in. If you got some new endeavors coming up, you always welcome to pop in on us. We're here. We're always here. Yeah. Yep. Share the dates on that fight mixer. Um, uh, for sure, man. Awesome. Nice talking to you guys. Yeah. Well, have a great evening, sir. Appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. Go. All right. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, you can take him, Chris. You want to take him or no? Uh, I'll sign the waiver. I'll sign the waiver. I'll sign the yeah. waiver. Debbie, we're going to have you there so you can doctor me up. Yeah, so, sure, so Debbie, uh, Debbie, um, we need you first to go out and earn um, earn some way to um, – Some paramedics, some medics. Right. No, no, you're going to need to last rates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. wait a minute. He's – no, he's – he said he's a medic, but everybody he touched died. So I don't, yeah. I don't, feel, I don't feel too comfortable with it. He, so he said he was a medic, but I'm not, so nah, we're good. I mean, yeah, so and everybody, like I said, we got um, a little bonus thing. We've got Joe, Joey Wilk, um, oh, who's going to be joining us here shortly. Um, we had him on earlier. We're just going to follow back up with him, see how things are going here, get, bring him back on the, the new fight mixer, you know, portion of the podcast. So, uh, Matt will let us know when he's ready to ready to come on here. But yeah, Chris, dude. Hey, hey, what's going on? Um, the living the high <laughs> life over there. Now I don't high know life. If, there we go. I don't know if you just saw what just happened there. That Chris um, told Jim Allers that he could take him. That he could take me? No, that he could take Jim Allers, who we oh. just had on. Yeah, he could he could take him, and we're we're like, um, it, we, the only way we're gonna let this happen is you have to be in full padding because you're gonna, you know, it's gonna just be for his ugly. safety. Yeah, just for his <laughs> safety. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta take all comers, man, in the fight game. You can't be picky. And, I I'm not picky with my fights, and I'm not picky with my women. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I mean. You know, like I like I said on the podcast, I said, "Hell, I might be ready for a pro debut after I, you go up against me." Like, yeah, you got it. I mean, <laughs> or I'll go to sleep one. I'll be. Knockout. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I've been knocked out before. It ain't that bad. So yeah. it's not yet. Yeah, not we'd, we'd start taking we'd start taking the betting odds somewhere around a minute and a half and under for a KO. What if he just yeah, runs the whole time, man? If they set that bet, that just keep your hands up and stay on your horse. Yeah, like Mayweather. Be like, hey, here we go. Hey, we like, just run, keep running, Chris. Right, run, run, Forrest. <laughs> you, he's catching you. Run. The problem so, with Barry Michael though is that you you toe the line, you know, so you start face to face. It's a little bit more <laughs> difficult. Now what? <laughs> I'm trying to remember with a fight um, weight class. You were, or was it 155? Is that where you're at? Yep, so, I was gonna. I'm set to fight at 155 in uh, for bare knuckle. Yeah. So you and Jim actually are um, really close in, you know, in, in that. Like I said, I mean, would that be something like you guys? You know, you'd be willing to, you know, hit him up for a fight. Hey, uh, Joe, will you fight uh, Jimmy Eilers? Uh, what? Date and what arena? Let's fucking get it. That's. I'll, there we go. Like I told you, I'm, like, set it up. I'm not in this fight game. Uh, to there's a lot of Instagram fighters, is what I like to call them. <laughs> they, 
they want to they want to pick and choose their fights and then like uh play the the whole uh fighter persona essentially when i when i have a fighter i can explain this really easy when i have a, a kid at my gym that wants to fight i pull him aside one-on-one and i go hey do you really want to fight or do you want to get pussy and uh <laughs> i'm dead serious and and if they, sure. and because if you really if you really want to fight okay the all the goods all the benefits come the the girls and you get paid you do all, all that but if you're if you're doing it for the wrong reasons then i'm not going to put the work in to get you ready you know what i mean and so um, a lot of Instagram fighters out there, a lot of people that turn down fights. Um, and I've, I've legitimately never turned down a fight, and I won't. So, yeah, if they call me, that's a high-profile fight. You know, he's got a bigger name than me, so I would I would jump on it in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoever, whatever. Okay. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll set it up. Yeah, well, I, I was I was just getting ready to text him. But I was like, hey, you want to come back on and talk with Joey? <laughs> we can, we can add y'all in, hey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bring them on. Yeah. It's all love, but man, this is a this yeah. is a business. And like I've always said this, and I mean this. Like uh, I'd fight, I would, I'd fight uh, Prime Fedor. Like I, I'd fight, uh, I fight just like I fight Brock Lesnar, right? Like um, the to me, that what it's about is like put it on the line. Uh, I, by the way, I want to uh, make sure you guys all know asterisk. I wouldn't win either one of those fights, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I would fight him. I would go in there and I would I would put it on the line and I'd fight him. And um, especially under rules, you know what I mean? It's a whole different thing. Like I wouldn't street fight Brock Lesnar. God damn, unless I had to. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm probably faster than him and Fedor, so I'd probably be all right. But under rules, um, and when the fight oh, yeah. gets stopped and everything like that, I'll legitimately fight anybody for money. This is prize fighting. That's what we're in. Um, mm-hmm. I'll fight people for a lot less money than most people too. I was telling, I was on the official bare knuckle podcast the other night and I told everyone I was going to start undercutting them. That's going to be my shit. I'm going to be like, wait, so, y'all, are fighting, how much are you paying him? I'll do it for you're half. Gonna be cut th- you're going to be cutthroat. <laughs> oh, he said you're going to be cut. Th- like, like the lawnman, like, like the lawnman said, I'll cut your shit for five bucks. Okay. Well, go ahead and cut it. You know, he, he got all the lawn. <laughs> I thought I was this guy. No, you're fighting Joey tonight. the amount of money some of these people get paid i just can't even believe it like i i I legitimately like i don't think there's anyone in the world i wouldn't fight for five g's like i've been paid more a lot more than that before but these guys get like 100 g's 50 g's bro you better not make be making any complaints for a fist fight we do this all the time we do this all the time like but uh, being real though like that I'm, i'm pretty much i'm I'm pretty much joking because fighters are grossly underpaid. So I wouldn't like ever step in and like undercut people. And because we don't get paid what we, what we deserve anyway. But my point is I can't believe people get phone calls about fights with uh, six digits and be like, ah, no, I don't want to fight him. Like what? That's right. You better call my ass that I should just be the guy that people call K shit. (laughs) They just call me case shit. <laughs> case shit happens, and my I'll jump right in that motherfucker. That's so how's quarantine? How's quarantine treating you, dude? It's actually um, I'm trying not to lose my mind. You know, I own and run a gym, so that part of it's tough. But uh, I'm training all the time. I'm studying all the time. I'm doing uh, like I like I shit you not. Look at this. This is so funny. 
Can you see it? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, technology. This yeah. is a, nice. a tampa, a nightstick. Yep. So <laughs> I got that as a gift uh, from a traditional martial arts guy that I trained a long time ago, and he gave me a book, and it's just sat there. But I have so much time now. I was like, that's not something I would normally do because I don't have the time. Like I got, I run two businesses. I train and fight. Um, also on top of that, but I was like, man, right now I got nothing but time. I grabbed the book, grabbed the Tomfa. I started just learning how to do some new shit, you know, like I'm trying to just occupy my brain. Cause I, I keep feeling myself wanting to get stir crazy and, and, uh, and, and get loose, you know? So I, I get all my, I, I have a checklist of shit that I got to do every day. Uh, I work out twice a day. I study. I do uh, tactical training, like weapons training, like um, with my guns. Um, doing this Tampa thing. I do all. I do all of this stuff on my checklist. Um, and then once I've checked all of them off, I go directly to the refrigerator, and I grab an ice cold <laughs> and then I and then I hit relax and and make sure I'm enjoying my lifetime. I'm. I can't. For a couple weeks, I was just living like a Spartan through all of this, um, and just. All, all work and no play, but I, that's when I felt myself starting to lose it a little bit, you know, and it, the fights got rescheduled. The bare knuckle fights are rescheduled for June 20th if they do happen. Um, and, you know, I've stayed in shape. Um, I've kept on my diet, but man, when it comes nighttime, man, I'll, I'll, I'm going to drink a few beers. I'll run it off tomorrow, man. I'm going to bump music. I'm going to, I have like dance parties by myself in here with my dogs and shit. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not going to, so, um, I'm not going to be the, miserable. The yep, question of the the question of the hour: Are you a Sig guy or a Glock guy? Um, so I used to own a Glock. So um, right now the shit I'm on, I'm actually all my tactical training I've been doing. Uh, I have a modified Remington 870 12 gauge. That, uh, it, it, I just over here. Everybody in the world, everybody in the world should own an 870, dude. You can fucking hunt with it. You can defend with it. So, like, I've got a – I modified it. So, like, I use it as my home defense gun. Um, that's, like, what I got in my room. I think the quack, quack makes people think a lot. Quack, quack. And then, yeah. and then uh, so I shorten the barrel. I got a shell extender on it, all the, like, little bells and whistles. So what I'm working on, though, is that, like, I'm not a bad shot, but um, but with the stuff I'm working on is, like, uh, tactical reloading, uh, you know, like just getting those repetitions. Uh, the tactical stuff's a lot like fight stuff. You've got to uh, yep. repetition, 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 man. If, if you, you don't use it, do you, it if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Right. Yep. So, so I and again, I've just got nothing but time. So I do, I do my tactical training every day, uh, my fight training, uh, two workouts, and then I, I study. Uh, some kind of killing every day, <laughs> whether that's hand to hand or. Uh, with a weapon system, I every day uh, for at least an hour, I take no. I sit down, I take notes, uh, I get on a subject, I stick with it. I don't go like flying off. I'm not like trying to get new stuff. I'm trying to stick to like super basic stuff that I can get better at. And um, and I'm making sure I get all that shit done. So I don't because like my personality, man, like if a 25 year old me during this, I literally would have woke up and been like, oh, man, I drank too much last night. <laughs> Cracked a beer. Like that's exactly what I would have done, you know, and like Pornhub and you know, video games or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying, uh, you know, now me being a little bit more mature, 
uh, which I'm actually not more mature. I guess I just I just know myself well enough now not to let myself like get into that shit. So so now like it, this is keeping me out of trouble, um, and and also just really importantly keeping me sane. That's like but that's the that's the best way to get over a hangover when you wake up and you're still drunk. Crack another one and you'll run it for the rest of the day. Dude, sometimes it's the only option if you got shit to do. Like if you have something important to do, like you could either go in there like and look look like a zombie. Like I've had some important business meetings, dude. I was in Germany and we we were sitting down into a a business meeting that like had million dollar implications, right? And we were so hungover, and I was like, boys, there's only one option in this whole matter. <laughs> there is no way we could go in there looking like this. So we fucking. Drop, drop a couple beers, uh, keep it rolling, and you're right back in the game. But it, but it doesn't make it go away. It just delays it. Like that's what just you delays it till it <laughs> you're still gonna get hit. With yeah. Nice. No, that's. Did you? Did he say he's gonna come back, Craig, for the verdict? What's the verdict? Know, Is he coming I, back? I haven't heard back from him yet. So like I said he probably had shut it off already. So we'll have to, we'll have to try to um, get this together at another time. We'll make yeah, sure we send it to him. Because you yeah, said it makes sure. your dick move. Well, just like it. I said, two things. I think. Are you talking about Eilers? Yeah, yeah, um, Eilers. Yeah, he Jim fights Ehlers. at forty-five, right? Um, he moved up to one fifty-five. Oh, perfect. Then yeah, anytime. <laughs> I can't. I can't fight under fifty-five ever again. I fought a big portion of my career at forty-five, and I actually like uh, had some uh, some legit like kidney issues. Uh, I, I used because I can only get down to about one sixty, so I used to cut like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen pounds the day away ends all the time. And, um, yep. and that, that really fucking fucked me up. So the doctors told me I didn't have to stop fighting, but they said I could never do like those drastic water cuts like that again. Yeah. And that's what he said. He, he goes, he prefers the 155 cause he feels better and just everything. It was kind of like what you said. It's just, once you moved up, you're just like, God, this feels so much better. Cause I'm not having to just, yeah. Just the, well, the culture's changing, you know, the, the, everyone's starting to do a lot more of that and, and jump different weight classes. You know, I think that that's, again, fighters need to be fighters, man. Like, uh, I, I got, I get so sick and tired of like, when, uh, you guys probably do too. Like hearing the same interview over and over and over again, like, man, get some fucking personality, get some fucking balls, quit ducking fucking fight. And when people put a microphone in your fucking face, do your job and entertain. Don't fucking sit here. Like if I hear, dude, here, hold on, watch this. Ready? My impression of ninety percent of fighters in the game. That's the best training camp I ever had. Uh, I just really want to thank uh, God and and my family. You know, uh, I really, uh, I really uh, pushed myself hard, harder than ever this training camp, and uh, you know, I really, I'm, w- I'm willing to die in there, and like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> With your robotic sound and fucking ass. No, no. Have some personality. Be yourself, even if you're a goofball. You know what I mean? Like, the, the our yeah, job the- is to entertain, not just through fighting. Man, I grew up on pro wrestling. You got to be a you got to be a fucking character, man. And and um, you got to have something to set you apart. I think McGregor. So I mean, one of the things I like the most about what about him is like, especially his pressers are so entertaining. Is one he's jumping up, taking the belt from the champ. Holding it up and say, "No, oh, this is going to be mine." He's throwing around his proper twelve whiskey, right? You know, yelling, yelling at people in the car. And I'm like, "It is like you said. It's not the guy that just sits here, you know, just do it, reading the cue card that he was given by his 
by his rep telling you, like, okay, this, just say this. Don't, you know, don't give me stuff. You know, I like the feet on the desk, you know, just like. Yeah, there was a, there was a, a period in, in time when um, I actually, so I hired an agent. So I, I had, I got offered the Bellator tournament, but I had, uh, I had the UFC in my inbox. And, uh, you know, what I really, I, what I really, this was so obviously a while back because Bellator is still doing tournaments. What I really wanted to do was go to the UFC and uh, Bellator was telling me, you know, that's, uh, that's what they do. They're just, they're just trying to like basically player hate on us. Um, so anyway, I, I fucking get linked. My manager hooks me up with this agent. I go and meet with this agent that's helped so many people get to the UFC. And I go and I have lunch with this chick and she, dude, she has like her reputation in the game is just flawless. So we sit down and she's like, okay, uh, well, first of all, I need you to, to, you know, uh, tone it down a little bit with, with, uh, your personality. Uh, you know, she's like, I went through your Facebook and she's like, quit, quit sticking your tongue out in pictures and throwing your hands up and stuff. She's like, uh, I need you to quit doing all that. And I was just like, yeah, fuck this. Then I won't go. Then I won't <laughs> yeah. fucking go. Period. I think I'm just going to be me, man. I, when I turned, I, I was about 25 when I realized I'm done fucking pretending to be somebody I'm not to make other people happy. Like, so ever since then, I'm just like a hundred percent me all the time. And you can fucking like it or love it or not fuck with me. And that's it. One of, our, one, of, yeah, go ahead. one of our number, one of our number one fans said, how did, how did you get into the sport? She is by far one of the biggest MMA women in the world. She'll tell you anything about MMA, all the fight nights, every combat night. She follows MMA to the fullest. And she just wants to know, how did you get into the MMA sport? Well, I got into MMA. Uh, I have a very cliche story. Actually, I was a, I was a shithead kid. I grew up playing basketball. And then uh, I'll make it quick. I could get into death. But I have like a, like a literal like 80s cliche martial arts movie story. That I, I was an athlete, and then I, I got into I got into bullshit. I got into fucking uh, drugs and trouble and all sorts of stuff. And later in high school, and uh, just heading down the wrong path, um, they kicked me off the basketball team. Um, and then I went from like literally like working out every day since I was a kid. All of a sudden, I didn't do that anymore, and I had no concept of like nutrition, so I didn't change anything diet wise. I was still like on Mountain Dew and Doritos. I lived at mom's house, you know, the cupboards and the fridge were always full. <laughs> and so, next thing you know, I ballooned way the fuck up. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big guy, um, but I was even smaller then, and I was like 215 and not a good 215. And uh, I basically was like, man, I wonder why I don't get chicks anymore. Like, I used to get chicks. <laughs> And like, I didn't like see it in myself. Like I didn't, I couldn't notice it because it happened gradually over time. Um, but then I had a chick break it to me basically like fucking uh, grab my belly. It was like, damn, you got fat. And I was like, what word? And so I was like, okay, I better run every day. So I went on my first day of running every day and uh, I ran like half a mile uh, still living with mom. And um, I ran like half a mile and I quit and I was walking and there's a fitness gym right there. It had a sign in the window as I walked by. It said new martial arts. That's all it said. It was like tight, like white piece of paper with fucking yep. words on it. I walked in this, uh, the, the guy teaching is in a racquetball court. So I was above it looking down and uh, it looked to me, I was like, damn, it looks like fucking karate, but they're wrestling. It kind of looks like that hoist Gracie shit. Cause I, gr I watched all the UFCs growing up and uh, he invited me down to try out uh, jujitsu classes 
I started the next morning and uh, I've literally never looked back. It's all I've really done or pursued since. Uh, that was 20 years ago, March 1st. Uh, March 1st, um, uh, 2000 was when I walked in and, um, and I just decided to go for it. And then, um, you know, MMA wasn't even a thing back then. They called it NHB, no holds barred. And, um, there were a lot of guys around me fighting and I'd end up helping them train for fights and get ready. And then I was like, you know, I mean, I knew I wanted to do it, but, um, I, it was kind of out of my character. Honestly, I wasn't uh, really a fighter. Um, so uh, like a street fighter, you know, I, I'd had my fair share of fights, but I had easily lost as many as I had won. I'm pretty mouthy if you can't tell. Um, so, uh, but I wasn't a big guy. And so, um, and then, you know, I, I dove in and I started doing it and I saw success and, um, and man, you know, like I, I always hear people talk about, I've never done heroin, but people talking about like heroin, they go, Oh, you know, you're like, you're always chasing the dragon, right? You try it one time and then you're always chasing that feeling again. And for me, that's what fighting's always been like. I've just like, ever since I got a taste of it, I've just, I'm always running after that, you know? And, uh, and like, I can't, I can't quit you. No matter how hard I try, I can't quit you. I'm going to be fighting into my 50s probably. So. Awesome. No, that's cool. Well, you know, you know, Joe, thank you for coming back on, man. Yeah. It's such short notice. That was always fun. Dude, I'm telling you, if you guys have cancellations, jump in the Facebook DMs. I'll drop everything. I love doing okay. it. This is what I love to do, man. I don't – I've never shied away from cameras and microphones. So you guys just – they win. I'll jump on anytime. And if Eilers wants to get back on here, I'd love to hustle my way into a, a high profile fight quickly and bare knuckles. So huh. I'm, I'm up right. for whatever. What's your motto? If it makes your dick moves, you're in all in. Right. That's right. If I feel the front of my pants move a little bit, I, I, I dive head first. <laughs> all right. And that ain't, right. that ain't always just man. about fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Thank you. For, thank you. Good luck not going stir crazy, man. Keep up with the training. You know, they said, yep. let us know as soon as you get something lined out. I mean, hopefully we'll be the ones helping you line that up. But if not, like I said, let us know because we want to yeah. keep up with it. Uh, June 20th is supposed to be the uh, the bare knuckle fights we had in Wichita that got canceled. It's supposed to be rescheduled June 20th, the exact same fight card. So as far as I know, but, you know, who knows with, with all this stuff going on. I wouldn't be surprised if that gets pushed back again or doesn't happen. But I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop and hit me up anytime, man. I'll come on here and run my, my mouth. Florida's trying, Thank man. You. We got rest, We got hey, wrestling as an essential. So we're trying to get, you know, so if wrestling is essential, I can't believe MMA sports aren't too far behind. All hey, right. June 20th Thanks, brother. It's a, a weekend. Yeah. It's a Saturday. We should make it up there. All right, Joe. Well, thank you very much again, sir. You have a great evening, and we will talk again soon. I, I All right. That. Peace. So, all right. Thank you. All right, everybody. This episode of Fight Mixer and Three Beards podcast has been brought to you by Brott's Beard Care. Beard oil, beard soap, amazing. Chris, you know, we got to get you the beard comb so you can use that instead of that gavel. Thank you. Yeah, right. Comb the beard. Yep. Yes. So, Kelly, you know, Kelly brought me some amazing stuff. Check that out at broadsbeardcare.com. Use promo code 3Beards, capital B. You get 20% off free, sh and free shipping on your entire order. Amazing stuff. Can't recommend it highly enough because we all use it. Obviously, obviously not just because it's sponsored. I mean, we met them at a farmer's market, and we just start, kind of went from there. Nanny Cakes, Nancy Burke. Check her out on her 
Facebook page, Nanny Cakes 407, and then call her at 407-923-2898. I'm not going to take any credit for that because it's on the screen right below me. That was easy to know. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I want to thank you. You know, check us out, please, on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Do whatever you need to do to get that. So Instagram, Twitter, you know, like uh, this, share this on Facebook, get this out to your friends. So that way everybody can get out there and yep. see this and help us grow, help other people that might be bored and interested in, you know, get them to where they can have something going on and give you guys a teaser for upcoming. We have Sunday night at 8.29. We should be starting to go live. It'll be Jessica Borga. We should have somebody else on, too. And then fighter. Um, we we're trying to do that. We might have somebody prior to that, but for sure right now, it's Jessica Borga at eight thirty on Sunday night for the Fight Mixer show. Come come check that one out. She you know should be real entertaining. Um, hell of a fighter, Black Widow. I said it'd be a really good She's conversation. She fights Bellator. So, well, thank thank you, Debbie. Appreciate you know yes. appreciate that. I said I hope everybody has a great evening. Thanks again for watching. It was a little extended show, but it was pretty cool. We had a couple. Yes, thank you, Jim. Great. And thank you, Joey, for coming on. Appreciate it very much. Gentlemen, have a good night. night.